welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. I hope you all had a great weekend and your Monday is off to an amazing start. Y'all, when I'm not working, I am really indulging in TV these days and books and I am living my best lazy life. (laughs) Totally not appropriate for this episode today, but I am watching so much good TV. It is ridiculous. I'm currently watching Big Little Lies and Chernobyl on HBO, which both are amazing. And then I'm watching, oh, I don't know, 500 other things on Netflix, specifically She's Gotta Have It, the Spike Lee series, and then The Rain, The OA, just so many, so many things, which all of them are good. Uh, some of y'all DM me and we talk about our favorite shows in the DMs. Um, and some of y'all have actually put me onto some really good shows. So if y'all are watching something really good, tell me about it ASAP. I want to know. <laughs> I need to add it to my list. Shoot me a DM. All I need is a good recommendation on the show, and I am all in. (laughs) I'm currently reading the book of the month for the Slay Girl Slay book club, and it is just wow. I'm reading Thick by Tressie McMillan Cotem, I want to say her last name is. Um, And again, this book came as a recommendation from one of the book club members, and then three other people told me about it um, that are not in the book club. So I decided to pick it up and decided that this would be the book of the month for June uh, for the book club. And y'all, it is so good. There's so many conversation topics and nuggets you need to digest after reading. I've highlighted half of this book already because it's been such a treat to read. So if you can, be sure to pick this one up. This is not an ad of any sort. I am not sponsored. But if you're like me and all it takes is for someone else to recommend it to you, to buy it or to watch it, this is me saying this is a great book. You should definitely add it to your reading list this summer. Even if it's the only book you read this summer, I feel like all of y'all will be able to take something from this book. So definitely check it out. Um, One of the best compliments in the world is when someone can see you and they see you grinding and working every day and they say, you really have your stuff together. I was having a conversation with a guy friend uh, and I hadn't seen him or talked to him in a very long time. Um, We just keep up through social media here and there, but we were both catching up and he was just like, you know, Ash, you really have your stuff together. And (laughs) I laughed and it, it was such a nice compliment, of course. And it was a good wake up moment for me and that feeling of, you know, having your head down and grinding it out and for someone to recognize your hustle and see you out there, it just means a lot. But there are certainly days when I do not 
have my ish together. And I certainly didn't always have it together, but I try to have myself together more times than not because of the responsibilities that I have. I have a responsibility to my family. I have a responsibility to this brand. I have a responsibility to you to show up every day and deliver. And I can't deliver if I don't have my game face on as much as I possibly can. Now, again, there are days when I am a complete mess. I was just on FaceTime the other night with my mom. My hair was a hot mess. It was all over my head. Edges were all all frizzy. My eyebrows needed to be done. They were throwing up gang signs because I needed to get them, you know, waxed. I had on a t-shirt that had spaghetti sauce stains on it. Just, just nasty. And the most work I did was just get up and go to the bathroom and then go back to my couch. That was all the work I did that day. But I try and I have my stuff together on most days and I can afford those days off when I can. And you know, those days where all I can do is lift the remote and hit next episode on Netflix. And as we look towards the end of this year and we're now in this second half of the game and we are realigning with our game plan and our goals, I want you to think about structure and adding more structure to your life so that you can get more things done and you can start knocking off those items on your to-do list more consistently. I know you all have so much on your plate. Some of you are raising children, God bless you, working full time, going to school, running a business, trying to work out every day, just trying to do everything. Just just so many things on your plate. And I want to offer up some tips and tricks that I think are helpful and adding just a little bit of structure to your everyday so that you can focus more on your to-do list and your game plan. It has been estimated that the average person makes over 30,000 decisions a day. Yes, that's insane, right? Decisions can be as big as, this is what I'm going to eat today, this is where I'm going to go today, to something as small as deciding when it's time to shower or deciding you know, what you want to watch on TV before bed. We are making decisions and don't even realize we're making decisions for ourselves. Barack Obama did an interview during his presidency and was asked, how does he make good decisions? And he said he tries to consciously keep his decision-making to a minimum, like wearing the same two color suits, either gray or blue, and eating the same types of meals each day because he doesn't want to spend time making decisions about eating and what to wear when he has to make much bigger decisions on like, oh, I don't know, the welfare and matters of our country. And although we don't have to rule a country, we are rulers of our own worlds within our own homes. And I think we can truly set ourselves up for greatness, the glow up, the next level, when we make the most important decision, which is to get our ish together. The very first step in getting your stuff together is preparation, y'all. Prepare, plan, prepare, plan again, prepare for everything, boo. Your week ahead, be forward thinking about your months ahead, I think that the more you plan for what's to come, the better prepared you are to handle it. Ways to prepare, meal prepping. Some of you probably already do this. Meal prepping ahead of the week, 
writing out your to-do list for the week, making sure your laundry is done before the beginning of the week, what big events are coming up, who has a birthday this month that you know of and you may need to grab a card, are there any deadlines coming up that you need to be aware of and keep in mind for work or for school. One way I stay on track is by Trello. This is not an ad. I'm not sponsored or anything. I'm merely just sharing with you what I like to use. But I just use Trello for keeping my life organized. And I can see what's in the month ahead of me. Um, Trello allows you to categorize nearly everything and break it down by color. Um, it's, it's almost like a project management system that you can use. And uh, I try and keep my calendars as up-to-date as possible and input my work stuff, my personal stuff, birthdays, and big events all in the same calendar so that it's always in one spot. I've been teased by friends that I prepare for everything, but you, but you know what? It keeps me on track with all that I have to do. I couldn't stay on track with my personal life and remember events that are coming up, make time for them, make time for myself, and spend time podcasting and building out my brand if I didn't have a plan in place and was not prepared. This next tip, y'all, will probably think I'm insane, but I used to pick my outfits out for the week on Sundays. <laughs> when I used to live in Chicago, I had a long commute to work in the mornings and the evenings. And when I got home after dinner, all I wanted to do was chill. But I spent so much time trying to get myself ready for the next day. I would essentially put together three or four outfits on Sunday, make sure everything was ironed out and put them on hangers in my closet. I know, insane. So each morning, I had an outfit ready to go, and I didn't have to waste time at night trying to figure out what I was going to wear the next day. I learned that trick from my dad, of course, but it was super helpful and saved me so much time. Not to mention, it was one less thing I had to think about during the week. Even if you pick your outfit out the night before, that saves time scrambling in the morning. Another tip for the wardrobe is to always have an outfit in mind. I try to always have a business casual go-to outfit, um, um, uh, this is a chill day, but I still want to be cute type of outfit. And then of course, an outfit for fancier occasions. Again, this alleviates the stress found in your wardrobe and helps you develop your personal style because you know your outfit staples and what you like to wear for different occasions. That's super anal. I know, but just a tip and trick you can use should you choose. Another way to have your stuff together, sis, is to be all up and through your finances. Such a taboo topic that no one likes to talk about and no one likes to check their bank accounts, I know, and somehow all of us are praying when our cards are being swiped at the store that nothing bad happens. But the more financially secure you can be, the better, sis. There was a point in my life when I didn't even know what my credit score was, and when I did find out, I had no idea how to raise it to a number that was good in the event I ever wanted to get a car or rent an apartment or whatever. But it takes you calling up the bank and checking your accounts, printing out statements and seeing where your spending habits are and learning how to fix that. That's all a part of having it together. You can't be a bad chick out here in these streets and a girl boss popping with no credit and no savings. We're much better than that. When you do get a moment, take some time to get to know your finances. 
try setting some savings goals or if you have debt, knowing what that debt is and calling your debt collectors and speaking with them on the phone about some sort of forgiveness plan. I know you don't want to talk to them, but call them, y'all. Get up in their faces as much as they try and get up in yours about your bills that you owe. Sometimes they just want to talk and know that you aren't avoiding them, and you can work out some sort of repayment plan. If there is anything you should be able to afford, it is definitely a peace of mind. We can't look to the future and think of financial freedom and being financially stable and wish for more money in the bank and hustle for this bread. If we got loans, we not even trying to pay back. That's backwards. Another tip in having your stuff together is having a designated get your ish together day. In other words, cleanup day. Mine typically falls on Sunday. I use Sundays to clean my apartment, do laundry, throw out old food in the fridge, clean up my inbox, pay my bills, whatever constitutes as getting my stuff together for that week. It is all done on Sunday. I mentioned this before in our spring cleaning episode, but having a clean space and a clutter-free mind creates such a good environment for creating and putting you at a high frequency. I thrive when my place smells like pine saw or cleaning supplies and everything is back where it belongs and I have a candle burning. I just feel just put together, you know? So designate a day to just cleaning and getting rid of clutter. Do it every single week or every two weeks, but use that time to raise your vibe and get your space in order. Now, y'all may be iffy on my next tip, but it's been something I've been really trying my best to work on, and that is limiting my social media time. I find that I spend time mindlessly scrolling, and I'm consuming a lot of content from other people that affects my mood and essentially takes over my mind and my thoughts. I find that I can go from happy to sad to angry all within 10 minutes of just scrolling on Instagram, reading different posts. And while I think social media is a great space to excel and create and to learn, I don't think it's very healthy when you wake up and you're scrolling and going to bed and you're scrolling and eating and scrolling and using the bathroom and scrolling. You know what I'm saying? I feel more connected to my work and what I want to do and say in this world and my family when I spend less time scrolling and more time sitting with my own thoughts and FaceTiming with my family and friends or even reading a book. I remember seeing something racist online like we all do every single day, it seems like. Uh, and I remember feeling angry for, for like two whole days afterwards and being mad at them, whoever it was, for posting it and mad at the people for thinking that way and mad at the people who were commenting, agreeing and just mad at someone I don't even know for putting up content and a caption that had nothing to do with my life or my well-being. Putting a limit on how much time you're spending on social media takes off the limit of time you spend with yourself each day. Another way to get your ish together boo is to continue practicing gratitude. Whether that be through journaling, through prayer, every day that passes, thank you should be coming out of your mouth. I use prayer and, and do what works for you, boo, but I just personally use prayer as a means to say out loud Thank you. Thank you for this life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my job. Thank you for this opportunity every single day, y'all. Rough days are inevitable, 
but they are least likely to knock you off your square when you have gratitude in your heart and you're grounded in that gratitude. You'll see that the more you practice gratitude, the more you say and express gratefulness for the things that you have, the less time you sit and wonder why things aren't working out currently and why life might not be going right. Gratitude is the goat, sis, so start practicing. I think a key part in having your ish together is not waiting for someone else to enter your life or exit for that matter to get yourself together. You know how people say, when I have my job and my man, I'm going to be happy or I'll be a much better woman if I have a great man with me, aka I'll dress up more, I'll wear more makeup, I'll do my hair, I'll take better care of myself, I'll shave. That's nasty. But you know what I'm saying? I'll work out more, whatever. Because essentially, you know, I have a reason to now, which is not the case at all. In fact, it couldn't be more opposite. I think when you stop sweating this whole significant other issue, if you're single and, you know, you focus more on yourself, you're setting yourself up for someone to meet you on your journey as opposed to stopping the journey and waiting for someone to find you. I think when you relentlessly pursue yourself in your dreams, in your glow up or whatever it is that you're after, that the person that you are supposed to be with, the person God has set aside for you, will show up along the way. When you are focused on having your stuff together and making sure your finances are good and planning for your weeks and months to come, making sure the place that you dwell in is clutter free and practicing gratitude is in a way getting yourself ready to be with the person you're supposed to be with. But you know what? What really changed the game for me is understanding fully and being clear about who I am and who I am not. You'll see that the more you tune into yourself and make changes for the better and create more structure in your life, you'll see there are some things that you stand for and things that you like and things that you rock with, and then there are some things that you don't. I've learned that by being off social media more, that I don't like to go off the opinions of other people. I try to stay away from the comment section. I like to formulate my own opinions on things that I see. I've learned that by preparing for big events or upcoming birthdays or by being forward thinking about things that are happening in my life, I give myself more time to focus and create my brand. I am clear about the message that I want to put out into this world and clear about what I don't want to put out into this world. Get clear about who you are, boo, and who you are not. Clear about what you stand for and what you don't. Politics may not be your thing, but these are the things we must know about. What's going on in our communities and our cities may not be our thing, but these are the things we must know about. We can't rely just on social media to let us know what's happening in the world and tell us how to feel. We have to read. We have to get out there and seek out that information for ourselves so that we know where we fit in. We know what we think and we know how we feel. So you have your game plan, right? And you have your to-do list, your goals for the rest of the year. You have tips and tricks on how to get your ish together. You have this list and everything. So you essentially have your quote unquote, what needs to get done aspect. And now you have to ask yourself, who do I need to be or what role do I need to play to get this job done? 
if I'm a mom and I'm starting a nonprofit, what, who do I need to be to get this job done? If I'm a student trying to pass exams or if I'm at a role within my job and I want to climb the corporate ladder, what role do I need to play to get this job done? Pinpoint on where you are, where your goals are, and the role you need to play to get this job done. Be clear about who you are and who you are not. I think it's important to know we are all works in progress and should be thoughtfully editing and re-editing our lives as much as we can because we are constantly changing. With all that being said, there is a balance in everything, sis. Sometimes, like I said, you'll have it together and you're hitting your goals and being who you need to be to get the job done. And then there are days when you'll be like me the other day, looking a hot mess on the couch. But having our ish together, you and me, will set the standard for other women around us to have their ish together too. I fully understand that you can't plan absolutely everything. Things happen. Some situations prevent you from having your finances completely in order. Things happen. But keep making the conscious effort to be better. It won't be perfect, sis. But you are trying. And really, that's all that matters. All right, my loves, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon, boo. Peace.